Three separate issues in which he had to be constrained by the Wisconsin Supreme Court. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. Governor Tony Evers made news at the Democratic Party State Convention here in La Crosse on Saturday in response to the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that struck down Roe v. Wade and constitutional right to abortion, Evers was quoted by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel saying, Did you ever think about the word clemency? I will provide clemency to any physician that is charged under law. Evers was referring to a law from 1849 that now makes abortion illegal in Wisconsin, except in rare cases. Bill, this statement did not set well with you, and why is that? Well, the governor's statement's part of a much larger pattern in which he thinks he's above the law. Whatever the law is in the state of Wisconsin, as the governor, he's the head of the administration, it's his job to enforce the laws. He, he doesn't get to write the laws. And in our system of government, we have three branches. The legislature writes the laws. The executive branch, which is headed by the governor, is charged with enforcing the laws. The courts are there to settle disputes between the two branches of government. So the, the problem here is the governor consistently has acted outside of the law. Give us an example. Well, there's three examples. And in each of these cases, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled to overturn actions by the governor. The first, uh, well, the most recent uh, action was March 31st, 2021. The Wisconsin Supreme Court strikes down Evers' mask mandate. As some people will remember, the governor kept trying to extend his mask mandate beyond the original 60 days. And what the Supreme Court ruled was that the only way that that state of emergency could be extended was by a joint resolution of both houses of the legislature. So he just continued to issue these these, uh, orders and extending his mask mandate, which uh, were obviously not legal. Jerry Fabrique was the was the plaintiff in this and uh, he challenged the governor's emergency declarations from July, September, November, January, and February. And the Wisconsin Supreme Court uh, ruled that uh, the governor had acted outside of his authority. So we have a, a system of government that began in England. They had kings in England, and the word of the king was essentially the law until Magna Carta, which was was the first time that the people's representatives had a say in, in what the law of the land was. It wasn't just whatever the king said. So every time Tony Evers decides that he's going to pronounce laws, He's acting like a king or a dictator. Uh, that's not the role of the governor. In July July 10th, 2020, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that Evers had uh, made illegal vetoes in the state budget. And some people may recall some of these uh, vetoes that he made. 
One of them was he shifted dollars that were allotted for local governments and local roads to a um, grant fund at the State uh, Department of Transportation, which then opened up those dollars for things like buying electric buses in places like Madison and Milwaukee. You know, it's bad when Wisconsin Public Radio is breaking that. Right. And yeah, when when they're finally saying, okay, enough. Right. The other thing he did in there was he changed the definition of vapor products. So he he thinks that he can just by Royal Fiat determine what the definition of a vapor product is. And um, yeah, so so three things. He shifted uh, funding for school buses to electrical vehicle charging stations. Uh, He changed the definition of vapor products. And uh, then he redefined who could qualify for funding under the Local Roads Improvement Fund. So that was the second time that the state Supreme Court had to overrule him and remind him that he's not a king, he's a governor. Then on April 6th of 2020, the Wisconsin Supreme Court had to overrule Evers' election day delay. Now, a lot of people have probably forgotten about the April election of 2020, but this was right in the middle of covid Uh, There was a lot of concern uh, about how this was going to be handled. And it was on a Friday night before the Tuesday election that Governor Evers decided that he could just delay the election, which, again, the election dates are set by the legislature in state law. The governor does not have the ability to change election uh, dates. And, of course, that's what the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled on that occasion as well. So... There's been a problem with a pattern of events where the governor has exceeded his authority as governor and the Wisconsin Supreme Court has had to intervene to put him back in his place. I understand that he's not a career politician, right? So let's give him maybe the benefit of the doubt, but doesn't he have people? Does he have people telling him you can't do that? Well, I would argue he is a career politician. Uh, he's DPI secretary for a long time before becoming governor. But yes, you're talking about somebody who has huge staff. These people should know better. So it's intentional. I, I believe it is. I mean, there seems to be a pattern here of where they just do whatever it is that they want to do. And then, you know, that puts uh, other people in the position of having to file lawsuits to try and uh, make the governor act in the way a governor acts and not the way a king acts. It's not just one instance either. Right. You're very clear about three separate issues. Three separate issues in which he had to be constrained by the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Which is why we do have all the checks and balances. Right. That's the beauty of our system. So it's great that... uh, We have a conservative majority on the Supreme Court that uh, put the governor back in his place. But uh, it does make me wonder about what the future looks like when when the state statutes can be so clear on some of this stuff. Uh, The statute that um, constrains the governor's emergency powers and says that after 60 days, any uh, extension of that state of emergency has to be passed by a joint session of the legislature is crystal clear. Right. And and, so, and for good reason. Absolutely. It's that's of, your representation. Yeah, that's why we don't have a king. We have elected representatives in our representative republic. So, yes, when the, when the governor decides that he's bigger than the legislature, 
What he's really doing is he's usurping your rights as a citizen because you elected these people to create the laws. So uh, it, it's a it's a disturbing pattern, and I think it's something that voters should consider as we head into this November election. And if they want to learn more or voice an opinion about what's happening in, in the state of Wisconsin, where can Fact Check listeners go? They should go to the App Store, and they should download the WIZM News app. And guess what? You'll be able to not only listen live to WISM anywhere, if you're traveling anywhere in the country, you can listen live through the WISM app. And most importantly, that's where you can find Fact Check with Bill Fian and the fabulous Jen O'Brien. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check WISM with Bill Fian and Voice Your Opinion. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this was another episode of Fact Check. Thank you for listening to the Fact Check Podcast, your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. 